Are you staring at your ads manager stuck on how to make your ads perform? Come and join the Ads Clinic, a series of one-on-one consultancy calls where we dive into your own ads manager and see where we can turn your ads into a profit-making machine. It all starts with a 30-minute free consultation call. Sign up now at theadsclinic.com. Hello and welcome to Let's Run Facebook Ads, a podcast with myself, Nick Boddington. Here I share insider information about Facebook ads. But as you know, it's not just running the ad, it's what happens after. So we'll look into the funnels, e-commerce, email marketing, lead generation, and much, much more. Welcome back to the channel. Today we're going to be discussing on Facebook lead ads, why they're good, and the new really cool things that you can do within your builder. So why do we use Facebook lead ads compared to landing pages? Well, if you'd listened to one of my podcasts two years ago, you'd be saying, but Nick, you always say that we need to use landing pages because it's not accurate and the leads that come through on Facebook just aren't good and you can take them down a journey or a nurturing journey and all these things. And that is all absolutely true kind of until now. So iOS 14 kicked in, which we all know it did. That messed up everything. So basically we take someone from a Facebook ad and we take them out of Facebook or Instagram, let's say Meta, they go leave Meta and they go to your landing page. And from there, all the sort of information that was coming back, the tracking just didn't work. So we didn't know what was working, what wasn't working. Facebook has realized this and over the last year or two, still going on because there's a new update today, it is trying to make its on-platform leads better and better and better. The reason I wanted to do this video today is because we need to look at one of the new features that it has on the lead forms. And this new feature is brilliant because of the conversation that I've actually literally just had with a client where they are talking about how they can make the quality of their leads better. When we sent them to a landing page, we could take them on a bit of a journey. We could ask more questions. They could really get in with what we are as a company before they put their information in. Now, what's generally happened with lead forms to date is two years ago and before that, they weren't great because it auto-filled and it auto-filled that information pretty badly. So we would get complaints of clients saying, well, we've called them up, the telephone number doesn't work or believe it or not, the person said they didn't even fill in the lead form. So these sort of things really went against us. Since the OIS 14, Facebook has realized this was a bit of a problem and it needed to think, okay, we need to keep people on this platform longer. We need to have people not leaving the platform. I mean, to help us out of advertisers is great, but Facebook would rather keep them on the platform anyway because if they leave, they leave. They want to keep them on there as long as possible. So by opening a form on the actual ad, it means that it's pre-filled information. You can ask some more questions and then they just press submit You get the lead, you can call them up and they stay on the platform. It's a win-win for everyone included. The information got better. So the telephone numbers and the names and things like this got better. Reason being, Facebook has started the two-factor authentication. Now that means when we do the two-factor authentication, we have to update our details, telephone number, name, email address, all this sort of stuff. So it means that when it's doing an autofill on a form, the information is now better because in the last year, two years, we've all had to go and update it. So it's no longer the Hotmail address that I had 15 years ago when I set up my Facebook account. That's one of the reasons why it's getting better. Now, we all get used to something, don't we? Now that it's got better, and a year ago, all our clients are saying, oh, these leads are so much better, more people are answering them, 
and we're able to track so we know what adverts are working, etc., etc., in our ads manager, now we've got even greedier. So now it's to the point of, well, they're working. That's absolutely fantastic. But I want the leads to be even better because at the moment, I'm going off a client's call this morning, we have a 1.9% conversion rate when we actually take them through the sales cycle. We need to get that to 5% really in the next six months. And then thereafter, we'd love it to get it to 7%. If we're all selling more things, we've got to reverse engineer. If, if it's taking that many leads to get a sales call, we need to reverse engineer it so we can get a better lead coming in. So rather than just the autofill information, we can actually get someone to fill in the form better learn more about your company, all this information before they press submit so that person is ready and waiting for your call and make the conversion better. Now, we're going to jump in. I'm going to go through this and talk you through exactly the different things you're doing. So if you're driving along or whatever, you can listen to this. But I'm also going to do this live on a YouTube video. So all you need to do is go to my YouTube channel. The description is on the podcast information. Follow the link through to the YouTube video where I can hold your hand and talk you through it because people on my podcast were actually wanting to know how I go about doing these things. So I talk about how to do these things so much, but I'm not actually showing you how to do it. So surprise, I'm now gonna show you how to do it. So based on that, let's jump in to the ads manager. So here we are, we're in a ad account and it's actually a client's ad account. So I'm gonna have to obviously um, scribble over their names and all that sort of stuff so you can't see. The reason I am in a client's ad account rather than my own ad account is because this one of the new features that I wanted to go through today is actually not in any of the other accounts apart from one of our client's accounts. So it's a new feature that's starting to come on board. You may or may not see this, but what I want you to do, I want to talk you through where we're going. So as I talk you through, if you listen to this on podcast, I'm going to make it understandable for you. But as I said, go into the link in the description, which will take you through to the YouTube video. So we're going to build a lead campaign, okay? Nice and simple. Click on leads here when you're in your um, the first page of a new campaign. So go to big green button, create your new campaign, and we're going to choose leads, okay? Now, I'm not going to go through everything we have to do to build an ad, so we're going to jump straight through, and we're going to go to the actual page where we would go to the lead form. So scroll down to your lead forms and click create form. Now, this is where we have three different types of form types, okay? We have more volume, user form, that's quick to fill in and submit on a mobile device. Exactly what we were saying a, a minute ago. We've got higher intent, add a review step that gives people a chance to confirm their information. So very, very similar to the more volume, apart from once all that's been pre-filled and any questions have been answered that we've asked, they'll get to review it before they submit it. So it's just getting, it, as it says, a little bit of higher intent before that person submits it, submits it rather than being easy to do. And believe it or not, we've had clients call up a lead within minutes and that, that lead is saying, I don't know what you're talking about. So with the more volume, it's actually quite easy for someone to do it by mistake. And then we've got the new feature here, which is the, the newest, came out literally days ago, which is Rich Creative. And this describes... Hold your audience's attention with this form that integrates your company images and messaging, including an option about us, product detail, and review sections. So what Meta is trying to do here is make uh, allow us to be able to build a form that is as close to a landing page as possible. So the user can still see the advert, they can still be part of the experience, but they're able to build a form 
that looks like a landing page. So it's not even higher intent. It's even, even higher intent. Okay, so let's go through this. But one of the options that I want to hit you up with first, which is really, really important, and I did do a, a podcast about this a few episodes ago, which is your open or restricted um, way of putting a form up. Now, what this means is by default, if you do an ad today saying, hey, come join our service, or even better so to make it so explanatory, if you put an ad up today and said, share this with anyone who might be interested in my services, and the person who saw that shared it with five of their friends, and two of those five friends went, yeah, I'm interested in, in learning more about this, they wouldn't be able to fill in the form because it, it is automatically in the settings area of your form, it's restricted. So what we need to do is set that to open before we save the form. Now, one of the most annoying things about Facebook forms is the fact that once we've actually um, built it and saved it, if we want to change anything, we can't. So most of our ad accounts in the forms area are just filled with um, version ones, version twos, version threes. A little bit annoying. So first thing we want to do, so we don't forget, is go into our settings area and fill in, fill in open on the tick box rather than restricted. Field names, this just shows you what you think field names you're asking for or questions you might be asking, and then tracking perimeters underneath it. This is if you want to track. So if you're using GA4 or you're using any other third-party tracking system, you can actually literally put in here the perimeter name and the perimeter value is, is given the example of language, English, but you could say, I don't know, top of funnel ad, and then you could put uh, cake. So you know it's coming from the, the ad that's got a cake in it, for instance, okay? So from there, we go back to the content. So let's start on more volume. So we've created up, we've made this an open report and we're going to more volume. Next one down is the intro. So we can upload our own image or we can use an image from the ad. Now we wanna create consistency in the ad. So most of the time we will use the image from your ad, it makes it nice and easy. But the problem is here that when you actually put your image inside this area to my right hand side to bring the image, we have this box over the top, the headline box with your logo. Now the headline box, a lot of the time will actually go over the top of some important parts of that image. So if you've put your um, company name or some details about on that image, about get your, get your um, free consultation today, and that's in like in the middle, the center and below, it means that we blocked out by this. So what I would do is just upload an image, look at the dimensions on here, and just make sure that any text that you might have on that image is at the top of the image because it will get cut off towards the bottom and the center. So that's that's how to deal with that bit. Now go down, we have a greeting here, so a headline. So again, we wanna keep consistency. So if it was a um, get three consultation calls for the price of 99 pounds, for instance, and that was our headline on an ad, I'd wanna keep that in here as well. So I would want to be typing in here so they know exactly what's opened is what they're going to get. Because remember, we understand this because we're building the ads, but someone who isn't building the ads may not understand what exactly is going on. And they want to know that this is, this is consistency between it. Okay. A, a few little details in here in the paragraph. Okay. Um, you can also list these things out. I tend to stick to a paragraph here. And then we've got the questions. Okay. So in here, we can ask for the email address full name, I, I like to get rid of full name and I like to go to first name and surname simply because if you're, if you're filling this into a, sp a spreadsheet or it's going into a, a CRM, you're gonna be better off 
adding um, these bits of information separately. I've just done that wrong. Um, adding them separately so that you can, it's just easier to, to use in a CRM and split things up. Otherwise, you might find that you want to send an email out and then you've got your, it's pulling in your full name and then it doesn't write in an email. So just keep, keep things separate. Again, the more things you enter here, the harder it is for someone to fill out. And I don't, I don't mean harder because they, it is pre-filled, but people don't want to give loads and loads of information away. So it kind of breaks down this, this thing we've got in this video where we're talking about higher volume and intent. Intent, higher intent is always going to bring a lower volume because you're going to get rid of the rubbish. So it depends on how you are serving. Now, at first, what most people want to do and most of our clients want to do, they want to get as many leads as possible. So it goes for the, the higher intent, uh, sorry, the lower intent point of view. After a while, when they find out there's quite a bit of trash in there, they want to go with the higher intent. So it's about educating your client if you're working with the client. If it's yourself, think about what you want. Do you want to be on the phone all the time with all these leads are coming through? Or do you want to be calling two leads a day that have come through a higher intent strategy and are more likely to close? Okay, we got a privacy policy in here. Now, this is something you have to have. You have to have a website privacy policy. And if you haven't got it already or you do have it, Either way, you need to, you need to be talking, have an area where it's talking about if you're collecting people's details. So Facebook will fall back onto you. If anyone complains about, I wasn't supposed to get this, who are these people, etc. Facebook will push this towards you to deal with. Okay. So it's not carrying it for you. And if by putting your privacy policy in there means that you have this under control. Okay. And then at the end, we've got a message for leads. Thank you very much. And here's our website if you want any information. So that is how we build our more volume. So now let's go into the second one. Now our second way of building form is using higher intent. So I'm not going to go over all the questions and intros that we did before, but what we're going to look at here in the questions. So we're going to, we've got our form type, higher intent, intro as usual, and now we're going to go into questions. And what we'll, what we're seeing here is actually a custom question. Okay. So in custom questions, this is really, really good because this is a brilliant way of lead filtering. So if you are selling an expensive course, for instance, you could have a question. I'll just open it here. Um, we could have multiple choice and you could have a question. What would you like to spend on a course? Zero to 250 pounds, 250 to 500, 500 to 1,000 or 1,000 plus. And so you would, in the question, what would you spend on a course answer one up to 250 okay and you'd carry on going through those so we see we have a button here called conditional logic which means that once we're able once we press that it then gives us the next step so up to 250 pounds and then the answer could be 250 to 500 for instance and the next one is 501 plus. Now, if we only wanted people that were 501 plus, which is this one, we would allow them to carry on with the form, which means we would go submit form, okay? And they can go to the end page, okay? If they went to the other two, we would put close form, which means if they select up to 250 pounds, or 250 to 500, it means that they would then get put to the push to the end page 
where we could put messages off on saying, apologies, you're, you're, you weren't successful on this occasion. Thank you very much for your time. Here's the website. Go and have a look for something else you might want. Whereas anyone who presses the 501 plus means that we know that they have, they are prepared to spend over 500 pounds on an actual, on our actual course and it will carry on with uh, the form. Okay. So we can ask another question here and we can do the same thing. Okay. So that's how we're going to take, we can take them through. Again, we have all the information in here, privacy policy review page, and then we have our end page. Now in our end page, we can decide what we're going to say here. So end page for leads. Thank you. You're all set. You can now go to our website or exit the form and we'll, one of our colleagues will contact you, um, very, very shortly or based on your answers end page two for non-leads based on your answers. This, this might not be the best fit for you. Check out our website to see what else is an offer. And that's the second option. So this is the higher intent. It means we can actually put down some conditional questions to knock people out of the, out of the actual form. If we do not think that they are good enough. Okay. Or good enough. They're just not relevant for our thing. And they're just going to clog up our sales to cycle because no one wants to spend that long on the phone trying to close a deal when we haven't, when we know the person can't even afford the product or services that we are offering. Now onto the third type of form. Let's go into that, which is the rich creative. So let's get into this rich creative. So all we need to do is go to the form type again and click on rich creative. Now, you, as you'll start seeing things are changing on our left hand side, we can start putting more information in. Things are starting to look a little bit different. So let's go through this again, headline, and then we've got our overview. So beforehand, we, we had it as um, information. This is now overview. Okay. And it's going to start guiding us along where you can see here, we've got some optional benefits. So overview, tell people what sets your business apart in one or two sentences, but here, where is it's obviously giving you guidance, but when we're looking at copywriting, we always want to talk about them, the prospect, opposed to us and how good we are. Okay. So just make sure that you're obviously talking about what their problem is and how you can help them, opposed to just talking at them about what you do. Keep this nice and short and sweet. We don't need to go into too much detail here. And then we have some benefits. So in here, you could say fast delivery on all products money back guarantee, no quibbles, money back. And um, a benefit number three could be something to do with your products or service and why your, why your customers all love it. Okay. So three benefits there. Then we've got this bit again, optional, but build your story, add sections to tell your audience more about your business. So in here, we've got how it works and they, these all have a switch next to them to switch on. So you don't have to use them all, how it works, Tell people how to sign up, get started, or list the benefits of using your products or service with a tick box. Once we tick on that box, it has a title for this section. It's automatically defaulted with how it works, but we have how it works, get started, more about us, how we're different highlights. Then we have steps, step one, step two, step three, and you just can add as many steps as you like going forward. So really, really, I mean, it's just brilliant how we can do this. I'm excited to start getting using on this. Okay. So you can see here on the side that as it starts moving along, overview, how it works. Oh, it's, it's really, really good. So let's close that one down, go to the next one, products. So in here, a bit like a carousel, we can actually start building products and benefits in here with a main image. So we've got image card one, 
title, description, think of it like a carousel that you're building um, a carousel ad with your benefits underneath, carousel two card, exactly the same. So you can at this put that the consumer can actually swipe through. Next one, we have social proof. So in here we can upload some reviews, again with an image, the reviewer's name if they're allowed to, what they said, uh, again, another card and more steps, which is brilliant. And then we have incentive. So in here, we might have one free hour consultation, offer available until 15th of May, not valid with any other promotions. Again, so lots of things. It's really taking someone like it's a landing page through an, some actual criteria so they can make a decision. And this is all before we have the questions. So the questions we have, email, full name, again, asking for these questions. And remember, this is it's pre-filled in there. Now, you can make this not pre-filled by adding a category, um, sorry, yeah, by going to add a question and doing a short answer. So you could do your short answer being first name. So you would type in first name in here, excuse caps lock, it's sort of messing up, first name, and then choose step, go to question, okay? And then in there, you could do a question, you could do a short answer. So they have to fill in and also so they could put their first name in, okay? And so on and so forth. So if we go through here, and then again, we've got privacy policy and we've got the end page if someone wants to fill it in like that. But you can see how we can, we're starting to build this journey out. And it's just it's just very good. You're actually taking the consumer on a journey where we can take them through incentives. We can take them through these different types of questioning. Um, it's just brilliant. Really, really good. And I can't wait to use all this because it's the one thing that we're just having from all our clients at the moment is it's not that the the quality of the leads coming through from Facebook forms is bad. It's just like everyone. We just want it better. We always want to close more deals. And a business that is successful and growing well is a business that's always looking at making their conversion rates better, tighter, and just growing the business in a positive way and getting that profit up. I hope that helps. And I will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us again today. If you want to find out more, please head over to our socials at Let's Run Social, where we share daily content. And please feel free to drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you and any questions that you would like answered, we can do that here on the podcast.